I'm Abbas Panchwani, and this is a full fact short investigation into how councils are tackling the issues for vaccine uptake. So we've heard over the past few months quite a lot about the barriers to vaccination uptake, um, focusing on things such as misinformation in ethnic minority groups, um, which has been a big theme. But what I wanted to look at really is what councils are doing to combat that. So at the beginning of this year and last year, councils were given money by central government to basically get good information out into the community around vaccines. There's also a big challenge with accessibility. So one of the things I found was how councils are identifying groups that might have accessibility issues and trying to bridge that. So how are the accessibility issues affecting the numbers? Do we know? It's really hard. And I think this is the big challenge for councils in knowing actually what they're doing. Is it working or not? I mean, what we can say is that the UK is one of the best placed you know, countries in terms of the vaccination rollout. We obviously have the plentiful supplies that other countries don't have. We also have very high vaccination sort of attitudes, like people are keen to be vaccinated, which isn't a given in lots of other countries. So it's really hard, to be honest, for councils to know whether what they're doing is working beyond sort of anecdotal information. So definitely a lot of the kind of council officers I was speaking to were saying, yes, we've had experiences of telling people, you know, this is this misinformation you've been told about vaccines isn't true this is what they do this this is the safety profile and hearing anecdotally yes okay I'll go take my vaccination now and getting a lot of people kind of coming to these events uh, for example when they're kind of troubleshooting or, or they're providing FAQs but it's it's difficult to to quantify that really I think we just have to look at the numbers um, at the moment it's well above 80 uh, percent across England as a whole in terms of the number of people who have been uh, offered a vaccine um, who have actually taken it up. Um, I think in these areas which are more affected by uh, accessibility issues, so Bassett Law is one of them, Gateshead, which doesn't have, it has a large Orthodox Jewish population, but it didn't have as many kind of Black and Asian minority groups where some of the st- big misinformation challenges still exist. Uptake rates are quite high. When you go to London, um, especially uptake rates are far lower, but improving considerably week on week and we see that in the kind of national polling with respect to what proportion of ethnic minority people are saying that they are likely to take up a vaccine. Ipsos Mori, the pollsters, uh, did a poll showing that the proportion who said that they wouldn't take up a vaccine was down to kind of 7% amongst ethnic minority groups, which was basically the same as in the white group from a much much larger larger uh, base so everything's moving in the right direction it's difficult to pinpoint exactly what is working what isn't working so how are these councils reaching these communities where misinformation might still be rife so the key thing is that councils are very aware that they are not trusted organizations which is quite honest i think a lot of them were saying look we don't we don't have these relationships with with individuals so a lot of what they're doing is working with existing voluntary and community groups who have greater links to for example people with learning disabilities in gateshead are served by existing voluntary groups um older people people more rural locations might be you know in contact with organizations like age uk or whatever so councils are basically providing the latest information and support in terms of producing posters producing graphics that can be shared um, producing videos that then um you know gateshead was was a good example of this they said that they had produced for example the, the latest information on 
um, the vaccines, how they were safe, how they worked, and then they were getting local uh, organisations to record essentially the scripts that then they could stitch back onto that video and circulate amongst their groups. So rather than have, you know, some anonymous person from the council said, you know, telling you vaccines are safe, you have the the man who's like a local business leader who runs the, the you know, the local shop and is well known or like just like local celebrities, almost people who are known in the community. Was the government forthcoming with the money to fund this? The government has been criticised for the amount of money it provided. One thing was that this specific pot of money was only allocated to 60 councils. Some which were not included were councils with big challenges. So um, Dawn Butler, the the Labour MP for Brent, made this point quite a lot that Brent Council didn't receive money specifically for this. That's not to say they're not providing, you know, good information and trying to, you know, combat vaccine misinformation anyway. But they were not provided with um, with a slice of this money when they have a you know big vaccine uptake challenge. The other thing was when was this when this money was released was um, in January. They did release more money um, previously, uh, I think in October, but that wasn't just for kind of the vaccine effort. Whereas this was kind of focused on on um, vaccine misinformation and, and driving vaccine uptake. So what have we learned from all this? So I think what we've learned is that there is real value in having a local approach to vaccination rollouts. I think the one thing that was quite apparent was the distinct ways in which different community groups were engaging with their own communities. And that insight and that knowledge could only be gained by kind of working with those groups rather than kind of councils doing it directly or even national government doing um, doing work directly. I mean, at full fact, we see a lot of misinformation about vaccines and a lot of concerns but even some of the stuff that was coming up was new and that we wouldn't have seen there are communities that really don't spend much time online one thing that was point that was made by both hackney and gateshead which both have large orthodox jewish communities is that these 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 groups don't have social media they don't spend much time on there at all so in terms of what they were hearing from those communities in terms of concerns about vaccines was around can they be you know administered on certain holy days what's the issue with how they clash with certain festival days ingredient concerns as well i think the other thing we learned is that really like as concerning i think as the prospect of low vaccine uptake has been there is a lot of work going on to help with that and whilst as i said it's really hard to say this thing has been successful the fact that we are seeing really improving rates of kind of vaccine attitudes especially among ethnic minority groups and uh, the vaccine uptake seems to be really strong is a testament to the work that councils and their communities um, and really anyone involved in the in, in the effort is doing on this you know we don't want to just tell a good news story for the sake of it because it makes people feel good but I think in this case people should be proud of the work that's happening and and whilst there's always room for improvement they should know that there are organizations doing this work i mean they're always looking for for new people to 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 reach out to communities so if there's any listeners uh, who are interested in kind of doing that i would you know say to get recommend getting in touch with your council to see if you can offer some support but it's quite inspiring really to talk to a lot of these people and and hear the sorts of innovative work they're doing quite proactively to to help their own communities some of which have been hugely affected can sometimes be isolated or insulated from the impacts of COVID if you perhaps are in a privileged position of not you know having a family who are all kind of working on the front line but there are communities who have experienced death at every generation and every family and it's um, 
it's inspiring to see what they're trying to do to make sure that that stops 